You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more. So you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more. Well, now it's time for our daily Bloomberg Law Brief, exploring legal issues in the news. And today, Bloomberg Law hosts June Grasso and Michael Best discuss the Trump administration's opposition to efforts to ban workplace discrimination against gay and lesbian employees. They speak with Michael Selmy, a professor at George Washington University Law School, and Anthony Christ, a professor at Chicago Kent College of Law. Michael, let's start with the basics. What is the issue facing the Second Circuit under Title VII? The issue, uh, which is one that has been coming up in a series of cases recently, is whether Title VII, the primary statute that governs uh, discrimination in the workplace and prohibits discrimination based on race and gender, national origin or religion, the question is whether that statute, the prohibition on discrimination based on sex discrimination, extends to prohibition on discrimination based on sexual orientation. And there has been uh, two recent Court of Appeals decisions, and they have been split, and then this second circuit case is the most recent and becoming the most prominent of those cases. Anthony, you know, in the past, courts had generally ruled, hadn't they, that, that in fact sexual orientation was not protected by this law, and that was because they said that Congress hadn't intended to cover it. Why have things changed? Well, I, I think a number of things have changed. So, of course, there was a landmark decision, a plurality decision from the Supreme Court in 1988 called Price Waterhouse, which uh, basically said that people who don't conform to gender norms and gender stereotypes have an action, uh, have a cause of action under Title VII. Um, and since then, we've had a, a tremendous uh, you know, groundswell of change in, in how we understand sexual orientation and how sexual orientation fits within the law, um, both in constitutional cases and statutory cases. And I think we've come to a better understanding that sexual orientation discrimination is uh, inexorably linked to sex discrimination. Michael, what is the argument the Justice Department is making? Well, the Justice Department is making uh, a relatively straightforward argument that employers have been making for some time, uh, and that is that the statute was not intended at the time it was passed in 1964 to uh, include sexual orientation as one of its prohibitions. Uh, And they also look at some of the uh, statutory language, although uh, that's not as clear-cut of an argument for them. But So their, their argument is mostly that this is something Congress should handle and Congress has considered over uh, the years but has failed to include as part of Title VII. And that's Michael Selmy, a professor at George Washington University Law School, and Anthony Christ, a professor at Chicago Kent College of Law, speaking with Bloomberg Law hosts June Grasso and Michael Best. You can listen to Bloomberg Law Weekdays at 1 p.m. Wall Street time here on Bloomberg Radio. Now among the top legal stories from Bloomberg Law, 
In New York, a jury begins deliberations today in the fraud trial of Martin Shkreli. Prosecutors accuse Shkreli of looting his own pharmaceutical company to pay back investors in two failed hedge funds that he ran. The defense insists that there are no victims because everyone got their original investments back and made hefty profits. In Washington state, a federal judge has ruled that a jury should hear the case of two psychologists who helped design the CIA's harsh interrogation methods used in the war on terror. The American Civil Liberties Union brought the suit on behalf of three former detainees. The suit claims the psychologists were the architects of what became the CIA's torture program after the 9-11 attacks. In Spain, soccer superstar Cristiano Ronaldo is due in court today over tax evasion claims. Prosecutors accuse him of evading more than $17 million in taxes. They say Ronaldo hid income generated in Spain from his image rights. Another soccer star, Lionel Messi, was found guilty of the same offense last year. And that's this morning's Bloomberg Law Brief. You can find more legal news at BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com. Attorneys will find exceptional legal research and business development tools there as well. Visit BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com for more information. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.